Today's episode is brought to you by Pale Horse Media Co. Head on over to www.palehorsemedia.co for more of your favorite shows, books, and merch. I have two brand new releases for you over at Pale Horse Media Co. The first one, In His Name, My First Dive Into Fiction. It is just a fun, cool thriller if you're into that kind of sort of thing. And and we have the second expanded edition of the original, of the OG Safety Sucks, the bullshit and the safety profession they don't tell you about. I go through, I expand on some thoughts, add some bonus material, reflect on some of the chapters. So if either of those sound like things you should be interested in, again head over to www.palehorsemedia.co CO or find them on your Amazon marketplace. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of the books of the podcast of the merch store of everything. It truly means the world to us. This, this, this show is brought to you by safety FM. What does your 2021 look like? Mine is looking pretty full. I am planning my calendar, getting everything geared up and ready to go. So if you need help doing safety a little differently, a little better, if you want to talk human and organizational performance, if you need a speaker, a coach, training, let me know. Head on over to www.safetybetterment.com. Let's talk. Today's episode is also brought to you by hopuniversity.org. Hop University not only offers on-demand and virtual human and organizational performance training and all kinds of other great stuff, but for my Phoenix safety fam, we're also offering OSHA 10 and OSHA 30 hour general industry training. Head on over to phxosha.com. That's phxosha.com or give us a call today at 480-877-0155 for more information or to set up a class. Again, we're serving the greater Phoenix area. And last but not least, today's episode is brought to you by Safety Sucks. The bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about. Head on over to safetysucks.net to pick up your copy. You can also find it on Amazon at Barnes & Noble and most other places that you find books. If you're more of an audiobook person, you can head on over to Audible or iTunes and grab a copy there. Hello! Howdy! Hi, everybody. Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, bringing you another episode of The Hop Nerd Podcast. I hope that you're doing absolutely excellent wherever you find yourself in this big, wild, and crazy world. Man, I cannot believe that is 2021. It, it still just blows my mind that we are finally out of 2020. We are into a new year, a new beginning, and, you know, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, that uh, 2021 is better, is a much better year than, as we said before, the dumpster fire, (laughs) the dumpster fire of 2020. I think it's perfectly okay to be able to call it a dumpster fire, to be able to look back at it and go, it was not that great. That kind of sort of sucked. We learned a bunch. We adapted a bunch. We figured out all kinds of cool stuff. I just wish we could have done it without that, uh, that hellacious year that was 2020. I also hope, I also hope that we don't look back and go, oh, 2020 was such a great year compared to 21 and 22 and 23. 
I hope that that doesn't happen either. Before we jump into today's podcast, do me a favor, head over to the website, www.thehotnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media at The Hot Nerd, except for Twitter, because it is super duper. You guessed it. It's super duper special. It is at The Hot Nerd 1. You can follow along at The Hot Nerd on Instagram. Go check out all the stuff we've got going on over at YouTube at The Hot Nerd site. Uh, You can also go to the Pale Horse Media Co. YouTube channel for all kinds of cool stuff going on there as well. And also, you know, we have HOPUniversity.org for all that kind of sort of stuff. I've mentioned it before. I'm working on planning out the rest of my year. I've got a lot of junk, a lot of junk on the calendar. So if you want to hang out some i am gonna be traveling i know that that's probably like a really scary thing to say i'm gonna get some get some heat for that but i plan on doing some traveling this year and moving here and there and i've already got some of that stuff scheduled so if you want me to come out and hang out with you at your company at your site uh let me know we'll make that happen you can do all that over at thehopner.com or hopuniversity.org and we'll get all that hooked up for you so today i wanted to jump into this i've been having this conversation a lot it's come up a lot. And we just did a rewind episode. You guys know I cheated a little bit, I guess, and did a couple rewind episodes. I'm going to do some more of those in the future um, if I need to. You know, I, I needed to buy a little bit of time so I'm not a horrible parent and a horrible significant other and not go Christmas shopping. Trust me, trust me, that would have been a much worse, much worse plan. Uh, but I think the rewind episodes were super valuable because they were two of my most favorite podcasts that I've done so far. And that was with the one and only Josh Bryant and the amazing Sydney Decker. And so, out of that conversation with Sydney in particular, we had this conversation about starting from a different place, right? Starting from a place of trust rather than a place of distrust. And that really has, has had me thinking for a really, really long time since that conversation. Um, and I've had a lot of conversations around that particular subject, starting from a place of trust rather than a place of distrust. If you really think about the rules, the policies, the procedures, the programs, all the crap that we use to, big air quotes here, manage safety, or let's just say safety management techniques, they all start, most of them, in most traditional companies, let's just say most, I won't, I won't paint everybody into that box, but let's just say it's enough to say that all, all start from a position of not trusting people to do, another air quotes, the correct things. They all start from a place of distrust. It starts from this positioning of going, I don't trust you as a person. I don't trust you to not fall when you walk down the steps. So damn it, I'm going to write a rule that says if I catch you not using the handrail, you're going to get in trouble. Checklists start from this position of saying, well, I don't trust you and I'm not going to give you enough autonomy to make decisions on the fly. Even though you're a subject matter expert and you're the person that's done this for like 40 years, I don't trust you enough. So I'm going to give you a play by play guide on how to change the toilet paper in the bathroom. And by God, if you mess it up, I'm going to hold you to account. Procedures, all this stuff, it's written from a place of not trusting employees to make the, again, air quotes, correct decision or the one correct decision that the organization believes is the only correct way to do things. And we know that that's a myth anyways, right? That there's probably thousands of different correct ways 
to do things. And we could even get into a long conversation about what would we even classify as correct or define as correct. But we, we have limited time together, so let's probably not do that. Let's get back to kind of the root of this, though, is that when we start, we start from the wrong position. We start from a position of saying, I don't trust you. I don't trust you as a person, as an employee. We look to the worst side of human nature and go, well, if there's not a rule, then people are going to take advantage. And if there's not a rule, then how are people going to know the right thing to do? If there's not a rule, how do we hold people to account? And we craft our entire, again, lots of air quotes in this one, safety management techniques around that notion of not trusting people. And I think that's kind of sort of bullshit, period. I'll just put a period on the end of that. I think that's absolute bullshit. Now, what would change if we, if we really, really changed our underlying assumptions around the ways that we view people and we started from a place of trust rather than a place of distrust? You know what it is? There's my dramatic pause. Freaking everything would change. Right? Everything would change. If we wrote our rules from a place of trust, if we wrote our procedures from a place of trust, if we had another freaking checklist, at least if we wrote it from a place of trust and as something to be useful to people, everything would change. We view human error as a choice, right? So we, we don't trust people to make the right decisions. So when we start going down that path, um, Clive Lloyd's book has some great stuff. I've seen him post a bunch of stuff on LinkedIn. So if you're not following Clive, go over and follow Clive. He's got these nice little like loops that, that are just very powerful. Um, we, we create a fear loop, right? A fear loop. When we start on this place of starting from this misanthropic kind of thought of humans, right? We create a fear loop. People are a problem, right? We fix problems. So we're going to fix people. Right. By fixing people and disciplining and hold them to account, we create people that just shut up. Right. And we go the opposite direction of having a speak up, a speak up culture, or at least going to go the opposite in the direction of having an environment in which honesty is possible. So when we start from a place of not trusting people, we're always going to end up in this place where people go, I'm not going to say a damn thing. Now, when we shift that, Right. And we start to say, no, 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 I'm going to start from a place of trust. I'm going to start from a place of trust. People are the solution. They're the solution to the stuff that ails us. They're the solution to our problems. They hold the answers. We don't see people as a thing to fix anymore. Right. We don't need to fix people when we have the, oh, oh the operational surprise, the unintended operational outcome. We don't look back and go, oh, stupid or oh, I can't trust you. So we do, instead of instead of looking at that and going, I'm going to double down on not trusting you now, make more rules. We choose a different path, right? We start from a place of trust. People are the solution. We view them as a solution. We tap into them as a solution, right? We start to create or yield higher levels of psychological safety, and we create an environment in which honesty is, boom, you guessed it, it's possible. It's possible because when that fear loop exists, honesty is not possible. You can write as many rules as you want to that says thou shalt speak up or thou shalt report or thou shalt do this when I when you see a problem and thou shalt stop if you thou shalt not feel safe. Right. It, but it doesn't do anything. It's not possible. Honesty is not possible in the presence of those fear loops. It's just not possible. And they're always going to create themselves themselves 
we'll continue to create them as organizations as long as we start from that place of distrust. So what I'm really saying is this, is this people and ultimately organizationally, right? We, we have to collectively change our views of other human beings. We have to start from a place of trusting other people. We have to get into a position of trust. Organizations do this all the time. They say, we want employees to trust us. And how do we, how are we going to do that? We're going to ask them to trust us, <laughs> right? We know the old saying, actions always speak louder than words, right? And if we're starting from that place of distrust and saying, you know, we don't trust you, but we want you to trust us, hard pass, hard pass, y'all, <laughs> right? Not going to happen. To gain trust, you have to give trust, right? You have to trust down through your organization. 100% chance that if you do not trust down, you're not going to get it in return as an organization. When you're doing all that kind of stuff that we were just talking about, you're going to create fear and people are going to shut the hell up. 100%. So organizationally, our neutral position should be trust. Now, normally that's not the case, right? As we, as we kind of mentioned, our normal organization, our normal organizational position is to not trust our employees, right? It's to not trust people, but we have to change that. We have to have an organizational neutral or neutral position should always be trust. Cause call me a safety hippie, call me a safety anarchist, call me just good old fashioned. But I don't think the majority of our employees come to work to do bad things. I think 99.9% .9 of the time, employees come to work to do good. They come to work to do things the right way. They come to work to try to make things better, to leave things better than how they found it, or at the very minimum, just do their job and do it well. I don't think people come to work to cause harm. I don't think people come to work to just break the rules and get one over on the company. I haven't seen it. And I'll throw this in there too. Yeah, guess what? Shitheads do exist. There, there is that, that little small percentage, but it's the smallest of small percentages, right? To where you're going to be dealing with the shithead. So there always is going to be the shithead clause. That's always going to be there. But it's super duper duper, super, super duper, super duper 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 rare. I'm just a simpleton that believes that, that folks really just come to work to do a good job. I'm just a simpleton that believes that uh, people do the best job that they can in the situations that they find themselves in, that they make decisions that make sense to them at the time based off of all the inputs that they're getting around them. Folks, make the decision that makes sense to them at the time. Now, in hindsight, we can always look back and go, well, that was a dumb decision. I can't believe that, that, that John or Jane Doe broke the rules. They know better than to break the rules. That just proves that we should distrust them. Don't buy it. Like I said, I'm just a simpleton that believes that folks come to work to do a good job, that they come to work to do their job, do it well, and go home, maybe a little dirty, a little tired, and with a pocket full of cash. So as an organization, organizationally, we have to move to a position of trust. Our organizational neutral has to be a position of trust, especially if we want to get into learning, and as we know, learning is the only real tool that we have in this fight. If you want to create silence, if you want to create fear, start from a place of distrust or continue to start from a place of distrust. If you want to completely change the way that your organization does business and deals with people, focus on starting from a position, an organizational neutral, if you will, as a position of trust 
everything, absolutely everything will change. What do you think? Like it, love it, hate it, like it, love it, got to have more of it. Let me know, thehopnerdgmail.com. You can also slide into the DMs on any of the social media stuff. Look, if you like the podcast, do me a favor, share it. If you're on LinkedIn, you're going, I haven't posted anything in a while. You know what? I got an idea. This might be a good one. Share the podcast. Share some of that stuff. Like it. Subscribe. Tell your friends about it. The more, the merrier. You, you just can't understand how important it is to us, how much that helps us. When you like it, you love it. You, you give us some love. You share it. That helps us an absolute ton. It literally keeps the lights on here and helps us bring in you this content on a regular basis. That's all I've got. Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, signing off. <gasps> bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>